Thank you for downloading the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. My name is Ronnie Edwards and I run Pomodzi Creators, which hosts the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth Awards. These awards mark International Women's Day through a nomination process where anyone can be nominated for being inspirational, regardless of their context. The project also raises money for the Rape Counselling Service Parks. And in this episode, we meet two women behind the newly formed initiative, Project Catalyst. I hope you enjoy them. So I'm here with two lovely ladies. I say here, we're kind of working in this crazy lockdown world of uh, online podcasts, Um, but I'm staring at the screen at two lovely ladies, uh, Lilia Butcher. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. You are a consultant uh, for something new and exciting called Project Catalyst. And Gemma yeah. Green. Hello. Hello. Um, so Gemma, you are, um, you work for Parks and you are the Project Catalyst lead um, as well. So I thought it'd be great to just meet you both and find out a little bit more about um, what it is you do. Parks is um, something that's very dear to me because um, it's an organisation that, as a company, we've chosen to support. So a chance to kind of get to learn a little bit more about what goes on in Parks is always um, very welcome. And I'm grateful for your time. And just to give some context, um, because people may not know um, about Parks, would you mind just telling us, first of all, what the acronym is and what, what, what it focuses on? Okay, so Parks, um, Portsmouth Abuse and Rape Counselling Service, um, as a charity, is going to be 40 years old next year. It was set up by a group of women who, uh, who were at the University of Portsmouth who wanted to put in place some support for women who were reporting rape in the Portsmouth area. At that time, there was no local Mm. support Mm. service for them. So they got together and, uh, you know, in in one of the women's kitchens, I believe, started a helpline for women. Mm. Um, And the... The charity really grew from there. It moved from from helpline work, although Park still has the helpline, to face-to-face counselling. The counsellors then noticed um, about 20 years ago that the adults were coming in, um, men and women were coming into Parks for support, but reporting that the abuse had happened when they were children. So the children's service was then developed at Parks. So that is almost 20 years old now. And now the charity support anyone of any any gender who has been subjected to sexual violence and domestic abuse mm. um, from zero up. We have a drop-in group. We have um, a, a young person's ISVA, so a, an independent sexual violence advocate. We have many groups available and we have um, free specialist counselling available to like I say anyone that has been subjected to sexual violence and Parks believes that 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 therapy should be long term and should be free. Thank you for sharing that. How did you end up in Parks? What's what's your story? Gemma? I have been at Parks now for uh, nine years in many roles and I have been working in the field of violence against women and girls for about uh, 17, 18 years now. So I've 
I've worked across, if you like, a, a survivor's a potential survivor's journey. So I've I've worked um, in refuge. Um, I've managed a, a 24-hour domestic abuse helpline. I've worked with um, perpetrators of sexual violence and domestic abuse. And actually, the work that I am privileged enough to, to be part of at Parks is all around working with, with children and young people and really about supporting them to become the next, the next leaders, really, the next... Um, mm people working in 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 this field um so so yeah that's kind of my journey at parks and lilia how did you get involved with parks because um i was quite proud of you when i first came across you (laughs) tell us about yourself um so i was part of ncs the national citizen service in 2017 and through that was part of the graduate scheme in 2018 to 19. Right. Um, and then through that, I um, got involved with the pilot project with Parks. And the pilot project um, focused on what exactly? So that was where we'd meet up every week and mm. a different inspirational woman from different um, organisations mm. came in and spoke to us about their story and where how they got into what they were doing Mm. and um and those conversations led to us noticing the problems that we had with like the culture around different areas like music and sport and things like that um and that's how we started really the I am a girl project so the I'm a girl project it 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 kind of was this brilliant uh, film project, wasn't it? Um, can you just little unpack it a little bit more for us? Because it, it was brilliant. And then it led to other things as well. Yeah, so the I'm a Girl project was a video of all, most of the young women who were involved in the pilot project talking, just um, making statements about being the woman that they are. Was it about media as well? Like how actually you were coming against what media the media was telling you. Yeah, so the statements, like... the statements we were making were based on what we felt was missing from the media. Mm. So there was a big range of statements basically saying that whoever you are is okay. Mm. Um, and that was a project that we filmed as a group and then as a group went to the International Women's Award to present that video as well. It was very inspiring. Um Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, so, Gemma, you worked with Lilia, didn't you, on, on the project last year? Yes. That's how you know yes. Yes, yeah. that's how we, we yeah. met. We met through, um, through the, uh, the NCS project um, and then we worked together in the group um, and that's how, uh, that's how we got to know each other. And actually, Lilia was one of the young women that said, um, you know, if... The pilot project was really about trying to um, to get funders' attention, and Lilia was one of the young women that I believe, you know, helped us get this funding for this new mm. project that we're going to talk to you later about, um, and was, um, you know, one of the young women that was saying, "If you got this funding, I'd really like to be involved." So, you know, that's uh, that's kind of what we're doing here with this oh. this podcast we're 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 getting this uh project going based yeah. on the the funding that these young women helped us to oh, to get 
That's fantastic. So the other thing that was uh, quite uh, paramount in last year's event and this year's event, and I just love the conversation that got started off the back of it, was the elephant in the room. So yeah. you literally had an inflatable giant elephant, didn't you? Yep, yep. So what was that all about? So um, Parks is members of uh, an organisation called Survivors Trust. Um, and we um, have been working for a few years with the the concept of the the, the elephant in the room um, and um, purchased. I think the elephant's actually ten foot. Um, it's quite it's quite a big quite elephant. Big. <laughs> it's quite big, um, and um, it, we find that that really supports people to understand what what we're trying to do what like Lilia said in order to bring about you know to change culture um we need to be raising people's awareness of the elephant um Mm. and the elephant as a visual tool really really promotes that space to have that conversation um in in a literal room in a literal (laughs) room um because it's really difficult to talk about sexual abuse no one really wants to talk about it um no one really wants to um acknowledge it's happening and it's frightening and there's a lot of shame attached to it so Mm. we really want to um to acknowledge all of that um but at the same time support people to be able to have those really difficult conversations about it and the elephant really is is a is a good way of doing that um mm. we've actually uh some of the parks team carried the elephant for 10 miles around the great south run oh um, my giddy aunt so the elephants how many, you, run- how, many how many people I think there were there were eight of us doing it. Yeah, we all took turns to to carry the elephants. The elephant went round um, went round the course of the Great South Run. It took us two and a half hours. Oh, um, oh, oh the sense of yeah. shame I'm feeling right now. The sense of shame because <laughs> like it took me way longer, <laughs> and I wasn't carrying a ten foot elephant. Yes, I salute it, you, Parks. Um, <laughs> But you know, it 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 felt important, Um, and actually, some feedback was that actually that's how survivors of sexual violence sometimes feel like they're carrying an elephant around, Mm. Um, and um, and we just think it's important to um, to take the elephant into places where people don't think it's going to be. So, because it absolutely. It is in all places, in mm. football clubs. It's in, you know, um, you know, sports clubs. It's in schools. It's in the universities and people's homes. Mm. It's 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 everywhere. Um, so we found that this is quite, um, you know, Project Catalyst is all about activism, and we find that the the elephant in the room, which we also took to the inspirational women of Portsmouth. Portsmouth Awards um, is our is our way of everyday activism. Where mm. we go, the elephant goes. Um, mm. Because wherever we go, the elephant is there. Mm. And how how has this been at work in this current climate of of uh, lockdown and isolation? Um, is that elephant in the room still like a prominent feature, or, or are you doing? Other yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we launched um, 
uh, on Monday last week, Parks, um, supported by uh, Project Catalyst. So um, the, the, the young women have actually been um, supporting us to come up with um, the conversations about the elephant during lockdown and the pandemic. Um, one of the young women has been designing the posters. So the po if you go onto our our Instagram and our Twitter accounts, you'll see the posters about the campaign that we've launched about the elephant during lockdown. Mm. And really the message, there's, there are two messages. There's a message yeah. to um, survivors yeah. to say um, from parks that um, you are not alone. Yeah. Um, we also want to say to survivors that um, we understand that the, the elephant might be bigger at the moment. Mm. Um, people are locked in their homes and um the elephant can feel huge if it's in your home with you mm. i've i've read some really heartbreaking stats around around that um the the, the growth and domestic violence um yeah during the lockdown yeah. so that yes that, absolutely and and that actually that's one of the um um, one of the reasons we wanted to talk about the elephant because absolutely we need to have the conversations about domestic abuse that is another elephant in the room um, and also we need to have the conversations about the impact of um, of the elephant for survivors of sexual violence um, and and being in their home with their with with trauma and their own trauma so no matter if the violence or the abuse is, is happening at the time, mm. there's still an impact during lockdown for survivors of, of sexual abuse. Mm. So that's one of the messages. And the other message is, um, is a call to action really for the community. It's, uh, you know, our, our hashtag is we all have the power to shrink the elephant um, because Parks believes we do. And one of the ways that we can do that is by raising awareness of, the impact of sexual violence mm. um, and we can continue to do that during lockdown in fact it's just as important that we do do that during lockdown that's fantastic and if people want to find out a little bit more about that particular aspect like the elephant in the room during lockdown yeah they go to different social media platforms or absolutely um parks um we're, we're on twitter we've got two accounts on twitter you can find us a parks project or parks uh rape crisis um Mm. And we um, are on Facebook as well. If you if you um, if you search for Parks, we will come up. And um, and that's and all of the sorry, that's P A R C S, yeah. isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, with mm. a C. Um, and um, there's all all the information is on um, Parks.org.uk. Um, mm. If you do have any difficulties finding us, mm. oh, thank you for that. Um, so. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about Project Catalyst. L Lilia, d would you mind telling us what you know about it? And then Gemma will fill in any yeah, bits course. that might need, might need filling in. Yeah. Um, so it is a project. It's a three-year project at the moment that aims to train young people who've been involved in projects um, into becoming their own leaders to do with violence against women and girls. Right. So at the moment, it's quite small. We've started off with a group of women who've been involved in previous projects, like the pilot project. And what would your role uh, within that be then, Lilia? So at the moment, I'm kind of training to become a leader of one of these groups. So okay. I eventually will have my own group 
of women from the community that I will run projects with alongside Gemma and the other women in the projects. That sounds fantastic. So you would run a group with um, X amount of women and then off the back of that group uh, work something um, yeah. specific and, to, to kind of yeah. addressing those issues. And then eventually in turn, those young women can then progress into becoming leaders of their own groups and advocates for what they believe in as well. Oh, that sounds brilliant. And Gemma, this all came was inspired uh, mostly by you, was it? Project Catalyst is a an accumulation of, mm. I think, 40 years of parks, for me anyway, 40 years of parks, right back from our roots, where we started. Um, you know, you asked me at the beginning about my journey at parks, and actually I've been inspired during my journey at mm. parks. I was inspired by um, one of the women that set parks up, Diana Warren Holland. Um, parks' mm. building is named Diana House after her. Um, I've been inspired by um, Kim Hosier, who's the current centre director. Oh, she's, she's been amazing, at Parks for 20 years. <laughs> first, time um, I met, first time I met Kim, I just need to tell you about this. Bless her heart. I remember feeling really frazzled because she was like bang in the middle of uh, probably about four meetings I had that day. And she's got such a sense of calm. She's got, she radiates such calm. I remember walking into that meeting half looking at my watch thinking right I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pull this off in in 45 minutes and in the end I was sat there for an hour and a half <laughs> I was like <laughs> I don't want to leave you Kim <laughs> yeah let me make this my yeah. home because she you was, let me make this my yeah, home <laughs> she was yeah. so and, and this is literally the first time I met her I just did not want to leave her yeah. presence yeah. There's something the Kim effect, but sorry, the I Kim interrupt. Effect. I yeah. interrupt. Yeah, so Kim has been inspirational, fantastic. And Kim, yeah, and and everyone that works at parks, um, the trustees, um, the volunteers, um, we, I say we, Kim and I put the pilot together yeah. in um, in days, and we went out and we 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 just went over to Pompey in the community and the national and and NCS there and just said, "You look, this is what we want to do. Can you mm. can you help us do it?" And Lilia and some of the other young women were like, "Yeah, we'll do it with you." Um, mm. And yes, absolutely, that pilot is what is what I think um, kind of. Um, icing on the cake in terms of getting the funding for, for mm. Project Catalyst. Mm. Yeah. And what is your hope um, for the project? What, at the end of the three years, what is it that you think I really want and my hope is X, Y and Z happen? My hope is that um, that we create a movement Mm. Um, uh, and that we um, we really capitalise on that movement because I think Parks is is really good at doing that. Um, mm. uh, so I, I hope that that gets noticed. Um, I hope for the young women to um, to grow and develop into the young activists that they want to be, mm. um, and they they change things for themselves and for the culture that they're they're inheriting mm. um and I hope that it raises the um 
the profile of of um, people who are subjected to sexual violence that mm. that people start to take notice and people start to to care and, mm. and get angry about it because it, you know we should be getting angry about it it's not okay so so those would be these would be my main hopes for for this project and for parks oh such big visions i love it i love it yeah um uh, Lilia, what can yeah. I ask you a question? What what have you learned anything about yourself in the last year um, from working from this project? Yeah, I've actually learned quite a lot about myself. One of mm. the main things being is that the feelings that I had about messages in culture and mm. throughout different things relating to the pilot project mm. was that they're not personal to me. So even though I do have them do have those feelings and thoughts others do feel the same as well and it was that collective um those collective messages that we'd all picked up on yeah was what made me and the other women in the project feel empowered to carry on and yeah aim to make change so within that though all that though i was just wondering i've got one Last question. If you were to give yourself a challenge to learn something new um, for this time next year, so in a year, this is for you, Lilia, as well. Um, in a year, I give you a call and say, Gemma, what have you learned in this last year? What would it be? Oh, um, you know, I kind of want to go with that. I'm learning every day because I do learn every day. I learn something different every day. Um, but you need, you need to see, you need to say that again with your legs crossed and your fingers in that, that <laughs> yogi position yes. with the yes. eyes closed. Yes. But yeah. yeah. Um, I am. I can't believe I'm saying this. So I've always been a real big sports person, very mm-hmm. sporty, um, and. I have recently been quite interested in crafts. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's, this is new for me. Um, so Brilliant. I actually, I'd quite like to learn how to knit um, and how to make mm. make things um, because I, I don't know how to do that stuff. And I, I, I'm getting quite into craft. I'm, mm. I'm really interested in craftivism as well. Mm. So, um, craftivism. Oh, have you seen, yeah. have you been along Albert road? Yes. Have you yes. Seen all the, yes. Um, all of the knitting and the, the bicycle. Oh, yeah. I love that. It. Um, and that's a real shift for me. That's a real change. I think, uh-huh. you know, if you'd asked me this 10 years ago and mentioned knitting, I'd have laughed. Yeah. I'd have laughed and yeah. said I was going out for a run or something. Um, crochet's meant to be an easier start. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to say crochet then. Because crochet. if you ask me in a year, that's more, um, that's more achievable for me, I think. Oh, fantastic. I love that. So um, I, I love a bit of craft. In fact, my children were half joking that they didn't want to stand still too long because I would probably try and paint them. (laughs) (laughs) Because I went through a phase. If you go to my house, everything's like this shade of white or blue because I found that some in the attic. So I'll be like painting everything. Love it. Brilliant. So let's, let's celebrate the craft making in us. 
Yes. Um, yes. What about what about you, Lilia? What what if I was to kind of give you that challenge in a year's time? What would you? Um, there's a few things really. Um, so one of them t- relating to the projects that we've been doing mm. is using the skills that I've learned and advocacy and things like that, and relating that into the other aspects of my life, like uni work, okay. um, and other like if I've got a job separate mm. to the projects as well mm. I, um, I didn't realize you're at uni as well that's awesome what yeah are what are you reading so I've just I'm just finishing my first year doing a law degree oh my now. goodness me you're really clever oh no <laughs> but so is that at Portsmouth Uni yeah so yeah oh, I'm fantastic. at Portsmouth Uni just finishing first year oh my gosh I, I, I don't have the attention span to read a whole book let alone to, to a law degree. I yes, salute well. you. Oh, I can't wait to see what your story will be in 10 years. I'm going to look you up. This is very exciting. <laughs> so so you want to learn... Um, sorry, because I interrupted you. Law degree. I'm just very excited about the law degree. <laughs> so carry on. Um, yeah, so I could use the skills that I've learned in these projects in and integrate that into the other aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but separate from the projects and everything, I have been on like a journey learning how to cook properly. Oh, um, fantastic. I did briefly move out and I was hadn't really ever cooked before. Mm-hmm. So now I'm back at home, I'm learning how to cook healthier food. Um, oh. Yeah, and I'm quite enjoying it more than That's I thought brilliant. I would at the moment. Was that lockdown imposed? Oh, yes. that's something you that you is. Do you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how things are going to manifest themselves because people have either kind of gone your route and thought, actually, I'm going to kind of really invest in healthy eating, or or they may as well have bought shares in Uber Drive and take out deliveries. There's like either or, isn't there? So well done to you yeah. for investing in it in, in a productive way and not, Thank you. not buying takeouts all the time. I have still been doing that, but not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> balance. Yeah. Balance. Balance is the key. Both is okay. Yeah. Yeah, bal- indeed. Balance is good. Um, there was a really funny video that came out uh, that you wouldn't have watched either of you because you use your time productively. <laughs> but it was this like 40 second clip at the start of lockdown where a mum is explaining to maybe two and a half year old that um, uh, we're going to have to have lockdown and mummy's going to do all the cooking. <laughs> and the toddler's crying, No, I don't want mummy's cooking. <laughs> I want takeouts. You're like, oh my goodness me! Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear how it's cooking. Oh dear. Uh, that's thank you for that slight insight in in uh, how fabulous you are, Lilia. Um, like I say, I I I I feel even more knowing that you're studying law has made me even more of a fangirl over you because I think what you're doing with Project Catalyst is awesome. Um, add a law degree onto that oh my goodness very exciting yeah <laughs> thank you both for your time um it's been great to kind of get to learn a little bit more about parks and uh, a little bit more about project catalyst and kind of your roles within that so thank you so much thank, thank you Bonnie. You, yeah. thanks for thanks for talking with us today <laughs>